Listen, what I love about this is that it's not about, you know, we have to be in a building, we have to have all the chairs set up and all the lights a certain way, but how many of you know that when we come before the Father that Jesus will still meet us? So listen, I encourage you in this, that we're going to have some worship here, and we're going to have kind of an acoustic set, and man, we're just believing that God is going to touch us. So this is what I encourage you to do. I encourage you to kind of get away from everything, okay? So if you're in your bedroom... I encourage you to stand up, all right? I know it's a little bit different. It's kind of weird to be worshiping and your phone's right there. But listen, I promise you this is going to help you out a little bit. So I want you to stand up. I want you to get away. I just want you to get in an atmosphere right now where God can move and God can touch you. Okay, so I'm going to pray. And listen, everybody here at home or wherever you're at, I want you to pray along with me. And we're just going to invite Jesus into this service, into this worship session, to this message, into everything that we do. And so listen, I want you to join together with me. Father, we thank you right now for what you're doing. Jesus, we just come before you tonight, God, understanding that you are the Alpha and the Omega. And God, when uncertainty arises, and God, in the situation that we're in right now, we don't know what's happening next, and we don't know what's happening next month or next week, and different events are being canceled, and everybody's running around scared about what's going on. Jesus, we understand that you are the Alpha and Omega. That means you're the beginning and you're the end. So you know where our tomorrow is, and our next week, and our next month, and our next year. God, that you've got it all figured out. And so Jesus, in this moment, I pray that you would just infiltrate some people's lives. God, I thank you. God, as we stand up and we just separate ourselves, God, that we'll be able to worship and we'll be able to go after you. God, that this is not just a time where we're just sitting here just kind of watching TV, but God, that this is a time where we are encountering you. Father, we understand this, that your purpose for the church was not for a building, but for a people to rise up. And so Jesus, in this moment, I pray as a people, we would begin to rise up to become that church. So Jesus, right now, infiltrate our hearts. Come into our rooms and our bedrooms, our living rooms, our bathrooms. God, wherever we find ourselves, God, come in and reach us where we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, worship with us. It's going to be an incredible time. Open wide, blinded eyes, giants fall, dead men rise, sickness heal, mention of you.
Father, we just thank you right now for who you are. God, in this moment right now, I know this looks a little bit different for everybody, but Jesus, I pray, God, that you would just begin to touch our lives. Jesus, in this moment where we feel fear, in this moment where we feel uncertainty, God, I pray that you would just come and that you would just comfort us. God, we understand something today. God, what the enemy has meant for evil, God, that you've turned it around for good. God, we understand that in all of this that you have a plan. We understand that in all of this, it doesn't take you by surprise, but it just plays into your plan that you have for humanity. So Jesus, I thank you right now for us beginning to rise up in that purpose, in that anointing. So Jesus, we praise you and we thank you right now for all that you're doing. God, I pray for everybody there at home. I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would touch them and comfort them and give them direction and guidance. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, praise God. Give God a shout of praise in your house. Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah! Hope you guys did it. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. So, we are going to be talking uh, just a little bit different with you guys. And, uh, man, so we're excited about you. Excited, Alexis? Yeah, we're so excited. I know that this is still really different, that you may be getting <clears throat> into the swing of things of having online services and different things, but we still. Um, just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming on live. Thank you for spending your Wednesday night with us, um, even though we may not be meeting at a physical location. So. Right. So, at the start, we've got a bunch of exciting things happening. So, you want to tell us about it? Actually, I'll tell one. Okay. Well, wait, wait, I'll wait, start. Wait, wait, okay, okay, yeah. Remember last week, you didn't remember any? Okay. That's, she's pregnant. Third trimester. All right. So, anyway, so tomorrow we have something very exciting. Obviously, tonight we have our service. If you're not if you're not joining, then what are you even doing? You're probably yeah. Netflixing. Join. Jo and stay <laughs> Join. Join. <laughs> All right. Join anyways, me. so tomorrow we have our Cirque talk, and so what that is is just um, somebody. So last week it was me. This week or tomorrow is going to be somebody different, and uh, man, they're just coming on, giving you some practical advice, just some practical tools and things to equip you and to help you. So check out our story for that. Also, we have a game that we're going to be doing a tournament style. But we'll tell you on the story about that a little bit later. So tell us about tell yeah. us about Friday. And then so Friday we are going to do a Bible study, which is super exciting. Um, but we're going to do it a little bit different. Last week we did a Zoom Bible study and it was really cool. Um, we dug into the Word and just kind of talked with students and just encouraged each other. Um, this week we're going to go Instagram Live at I think 6 p.m. on Friday or 7 p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Eastern we have Standard schedule. Time. 6 p.m. Yeah. Um, that we're going to do an Instagram live Bible study um, along with one of our leaders and just kind of encourage you to open up your Bible and to really dig into the Word at home. Right. And so then Sunday, obviously, we have service. But listen, we've got a ton of things happening that we just want to... The main thing is we just want to stay connected. You know, as you know, being your youth pastors and being in ministry and everything, I'll just tell you, it's, it's very hard to be able to to preach to a phone like this is just kind of awkward like it's not it's not it's not really what we were you know when we signed up for it, this is not what we wanted to do but we understand this that God can bring everything for good and so I mean just like we're singing about it's not just something we talk about and, and read about on lyrics it's something that we've got to do and so I'm believing this that through this that God is going to bring miracles I believe that God is going to bring people to his name and that God is going to turn around more people during this season than he ever could or he ever would during our regular services and our mass gatherings and things so um, we're just believing for that. And so with that, though, is we want to stay connected. Listen, we got to stay connected with y'all, okay? Listen, hit us up on Instagram or text us or call us, whatever you need to do. Listen, we want to be connected with you Face guys and with talk guys, with us. We want to pray for y'all. I know that everybody has issues. I know people are needing toilet paper. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, you want to tell them a little bit about our toilet paper? 
Is that, you, is that live? You want me to tell about it? it? You tell me. Yeah, about we're, it's live now. It's All right, live. so tomorrow, 2 p.m., at the church, we're giving away free toilet paper for you and your family. So listen, it's going to be incredible. It is a, a drive-through toilet paper roll giveaway. Completely free, okay? All you got to do is you pull up in your car. We'll throw toilet paper. We're not even going to touch you. We're not going to shake your hand. We're not going to hug your neck unless you really want to, unless you're like really daring. But we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to give you toilet paper so you can live in peace. Because you can't really sleep at night if you don't have toilet paper. You know what yeah, I mean? So it's a different kind of feeling. Tell your so, families tomorrow. Come to the church. Two o'clock. Pick up some toilet paper. Yo, this is this is the times that we're in that we are excited to give away toilet paper. Woo! We know like a month ago, like who cares like toilet paper, like nobody. But now it's like the biggest thing in the world. We're giving away toilet paper. Like, listen, it's gonna be awesome. Make sure you get there early, or like on time because it's gonna go fast. So, yeah. um, that's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Excited about it? I'm really excited. It's gonna be fun. So we are going to do something a little bit different. Now, if you, you know, you've come to the search services, a lot of times we'll play games, right? And so I love playing games. I love doing eating challenges and stuff like that. But as you can tell, it's just us. And I'm not doing those nasty yeah, eating challenges. Y'all do the, the most disgusting things, Crazy. but everybody just does it. And I will not do that. So what we're going to do though, is we're going to play a little bit of a game. And so we are going to do the TikTok who is <laughs> challenge. Sorry, it's something in my throat. It's just something in my throat. Stop, stop, stop. It's uh, the, what is, that's what it's called. The hashtag yeah, who the is. Challenge. I feel like we're so old. Like the, the uh, TikTok application or something. Like we're, we're, yeah. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah. Drop so, in the comments if you think we're cool. I can't see them. I'm, I'm assuming that you think we're cool. Hopefully somebody thinks okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and do this. So the premise of the game, as I understand it to be, is that we both close our eyes and then someone, which we have David, our, our producer here, is going to be yelling out some questions. And so once he says a question, then we are going to point to the person that it most likely pertains to. Yeah, with our eyes closed. No cheating. What? You're just talking <laughs> to me. That's so rude. Okay. Uh, All right, so here we go. So we've got, how many, how many questions do we have? A dozen. We got a dozen questions. <laughs> dozen All right, questions. let's do right, like let's do 10. Okay, all right, here we go. Close your eyes. Yeah, my eyes are are you cheating? No, that's ready. I'm Drop ready. in the comments below. I keep saying that. I, I can't see if you are anyways. Alright. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Let's get it. Let's eat this wheat. Who initiated the first kiss? Wait, oh. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Are you person? Okay. Who apologizes first after a fight? Um. I don't know who you're pointing at, but I feel like you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Who was the funny one? Come on. <laughs> All right. Are you cheating? No, I just okay. know. Who is more romantic? That's a weird question. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who is the most patient? Who would you point to? <laughs> Who is the better cook? Yes, sir. <laughs> Without a doubt, boy. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're really good. You're really good. Is, uh, uh, did you point at me? Okay. <laughs> Who said I love you first? Yes, sir. Who has the better hair? <laughs> and it's not even close. <laughs> Who takes longer to get ready in the morning? I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Who's grumpier in the morning? I'm not pulling with both ends. <laughs> Who's more stubborn? Um, well, I don't know. Uh, Who's the bigger baby when sick? <laughs> I don't like know. <laughs> Who's messier? Well, I don't know. That's just a toss-up. We're pretty, uh, I don't know. Who's the social butterfly? I would never describe myself as a butterfly. <laughs> Give me commentary. <laughs> Who got, who's more saved? Who's more saved? <laughs> Oh, uh, we won't believe in that. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Alright. Who'd you point to? <laughs> we'll look back later right. and look at it, but... Hey, drop, drop in the comments below. Um, <laughs> something. I just like saying that. It just sounds a little more interactive. Drop in the comments below. Drop in the comments. Yeah, that was fun. I hope we got them all right. Yeah, It's so weird playing games with you guys, because I can't tell if you guys are laughing or you guys are there. If there's nobody watching, but anyways, okay. we're just going to roll with it. So, um, listen, what we want to do... 
is during the service. So for the entire thing, okay? So I promise you we're not going to be real long. I always say that, and we always, no, we're, we're not going to be long, okay? But this is what I want you to do, okay? Help us out here. Is we want you to put in some prayer requests. And what we're going to do is we're going to keep track of those. And at the very end of service, we're going to pray those out by name, okay? So I want you to plug those in, okay? So if it's something unspoken, you can just put in somebody's name or just say, um, you know, help with a, a specific area. You don't have to go into great detail about it. But we're just going to get your name and then what the need is, and we're going to pray. So not that there's anything powerful in what we say and then we're genies and it just makes that happen. But we just believe that there's power in prayer. And so we believe that when we're praying that y'all are praying too and when we come together we can see heaven move and so listen i want you to go ahead and do that below yeah. and um yes yeah. we, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, gonna bubble my throat yeah so if it's for your family for you for whatever you can think of we just want to pray for you and be a part of that so just put in the comments something that we can pray for you um in the season or maybe just life in general so. Right. So listen, today, um, me and Alexis are talking. I just love when I get to talk to Alexis because she's so cute and we're having a babysit. Anyways, so uh, I love when we get to talk because I love her perspective and everything. So today, we are talking a little bit about the virus. And listen, I don't know about y'all. And I don't know if it's just me. I'm pretty sure it's you too. But we're just like tired of hearing about the virus, right? Like it's just, you turn on the news, it's there. You turn on Instagram, you turn go on anywhere. Instagram. We're it's old. Everybody's talking Every, about it. It's, it's, you, you look out the window. Somebody's got a sign out. Watch out. Like it's just great. And I know that it's a big deal and I know that it's an issue. But I also know this is that we serve a big God, right? And if coronavirus is big... For as big as coronavirus is, our God is even bigger. And yeah. so the bigger that the virus gets just proves how big our God truly is. And so with that, we don't want to glorify that. We don't want to lift it up saying, man, it's going to be the end of the world. It's a pandemic. We're all going to die, all this stuff. We want to lift up the name of Jesus. Our hope and our faith and our trust is in the name of Jesus, okay? So what we want to do is uh, just give you some practical stuff, practical stuff that we can do um, in our lives and in our walk with God that we can use going through the season and going through these different things. So yeah, so kind of with this too, uh, we want you to like take this. I really want to encourage you if you're at home, if you're in your room, whatever you're doing, um, turn off any distractions. I know it's hard being on Instagram. There's a lot of distractions. Um, but get out your notebook, take they notes. They have to be on Instagram. <laughs> I know, not on Instagram. Don't scroll. But, um, yeah, just really like take this time write down notes, take notes, do what you can um, to really, like we wanna give you just some practical things that can help you in any season of life. So not just talking about the coronavirus and everything that we're going through right now, but um, these different things, we really just pray that you use them, that you take them and that um, this speaks to you specifically tonight and maybe whatever season you're in way down the road. So we just wanna encourage you um, to, if you have a notebook, if you have something to take notes, yeah. Right. And so, um, yeah, so when you do that, post a picture of it and um, at Syracuse, tag us. Okay, so I'm going to read a verse to you here. It's Genesis 8.22, and we're going to be using this um, just for a few things, and then we're going to use a different passage. But uh, Genesis 8.22 says this, and this is in the time of Noah. This is God telling you, it says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer, winter, day and night shall not cease. Okay. So what this is talking about is this. We just break this down. It's very simple. It's talking about as the earth continues to turn, which it is turning, rotating. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Geologist. That doesn't make any sense either. Yeah. All right. So as the earth begins to rotate, as the earth turns, and as we people, we begin to live, as it's not the end of the world yet, okay? As this is happening, the Bible says this, is that there is, will be seed time. There will be harvest. So there's time where we're planting. There's time where we're getting crops. There's, there's time where it's cold. It's time where it's hot, which is every day in Florida. There's time where it's summer. It's time where it's winter. Again, every day is summer. And there's time where it's day and there's time where it's night. What it's talking about is this, is that in life, no matter what happens, there will always be seasons, okay? Listen, I want you to hear this now. There will always be seasons in your life. What we're facing right now, no matter what anybody wants to say, this is a season. This is not going to be the end of the world. I believe we're coming near to the end of the world. I believe that Jesus is coming back very soon, but... Um, Today, right now, this is not the end of the world. 
right? Okay. So with that though, we have to understand that this is just a season and what will every season do? Every season will pass. And so now when we have that understanding, now it's not something as Christians where we just kind of sit back and we just relax. Well, you know, coronavirus is going to do its thing. Then I'll come out. Then I'll start preaching again. Then I'll do my thing. But no, as Christians, it's got to be a time where we understand the season, which is what we're living in right now. We understand what's going on and we adjust to it. We adapt to what's going on and we go after the things of God. Listen, our message is simply this, is that as a people, we have a mission. But the world wants to throw different things at it. The world wants to change it. The world wants to throw different turmoil and different lives and different things. But, but in that, though, we have a mission. And although the virus may be happening and although our, our methods may have to change a little bit, we still have to go after God, right? Yeah. That's what we have to do. So um, I, I want to talk to you here really quickly. There's something called seasonal effectiveness disorder. You, you may have heard of this before, but what it is, is that, I mean, this is a, a real thing that a lot of people you know, face and go through, and you've probably done this too inadvertently, not even knowing about it. But it's this, is that whenever the seasons change, so let's say it's winter, right? When it's winter, and there, in a lot of places, you know, here a little bit, but, but in a lot of places up north, especially like Alaska and things, this is very real, but there's not a lot of daylight. And so there's like 18 hours of night or something like that. Oh, my geologist, drop a comment. But there, there's a lot of night. And so what will happen is people will really get depressed because it's always night. And there's just something about the sunshine, right? But in the spring, and this is across the world, people just get happier because it's spring. It's time for new flower. That's why I'm happy. No, but there, there's spring chickens are being born and, you know, spring chicken. The, all these things are happening. And so people get a lot more happy in the springtime. And so seasonal effectiveness disorder is kind of like this roller coaster as people that we go on that, you know, when, when the season is this way, then we're doing good. When the season is this way, then we're going back. But listen, as a people, we can never have this. As a people and as Christians, we should never go through a seasonal effectiveness disorder. Listen, what I'm talking about is this, is that as a Christian, it is not time to sit back and relax and do nothing. Come on, help me here. It's not time for us as Christians just to kind of wait around and wait for somebody to do something, wait till this blows over, then I'll start preaching, then I'll start talking, then I'll live for God, then I'll post something godly, then I'll do... No, but listen, as a people, it must be the time where we begin to rise up. It must be a time where we say, you know what? Our season has changed a little bit. We're not able to come to church in a physical building anymore. We're not able to do the same things that we were before. We're not able to have those Christian groups anymore. But listen, as a people, we have to be Christian creative and we have to come out to find new methods to fulfill our mission. So listen to me now. Our season will affect our method, but our season should never affect our mission. As the seasons change and as things happen, and listen, this this virus that we're happening is happening right now all around the world. When this comes to an end, I can promise you something right now. There's going to be something else that happens. And then there's going to be something else. And then there's going to be something else. And if we have a relationship with God that depends on if everything's going right, we have a very, very shallow walk with God. We must be grounded in our faith. And listen, I'm talking, we're, we're talking together here. I'm not talking at you. I'm talking as a people. We've got to do this together. That we must be one that rises up and becomes who God has called us to be in every season, in every situation. Yeah, I feel like now is such a prime time for Christians to rise up and to really like use social media, use this tool that's at your fingertips right. and really spread Jesus. Like maybe you've been going to school forever and none of your friends ever knew you were a Christian. Maybe you've been uh, middle school, high school, you've been hanging out with the wrong friends. But now you're separated from their from them. You're separated from all the things you used to know. So now's the time. Work on your relationship with God, but don't keep it to yourself. This isn't a time that we need to sit back and just kind of, you know, let's meditate on God's word, but let's never share it. This is a time that we need to, yes, meditate on God's word. We need to spend time in his word, but we also need to be reaching people. We need to be reaching out to our friends, to our families, calling them, texting them, praying for them, spreading Jesus on social media. Maybe social media isn't really your thing, but maybe you can spread hope in a different way or um, just really evaluate who your friends were in school. And now you're not in school, so you have time to really like evaluate, okay, what I was doing before, can I keep continuing this? Can I take this into my next season? Can I take this um, into this next place that I'm going? Are these friends really worth it? Is this 
thing yeah. really worth it? Is this addiction really worth it? Or yeah. is it time that I really just surrender all that, give it to Jesus and build a strong foundation right now? So when this season does pass, your relationship with God is already grounded. It's already has that strong foundation. And so you can just build up from there. All right. I want to talk to you just very quickly here. Just kind of, I'm not going to read the whole story, but Acts chapter 17, starting in verse 22, Acts 17, starting in verse 22, is uh, it's talking about the story of Paul. And so Paul, uh, we know him as one of the greatest apostles. So he went out, man, he's preaching, he's traveling the world, man, I, I want to be like Paul. That's who we should aspire to be like. He's a great guy. So there's a story of him that when he comes into the city of Athens, right, um, he, he comes into this place, and what happens, I mean, again, this is summarizing, I'm kind of giving you my version here, but this is, you know, what the Bible says, I'm not making up my own stuff, is that he comes to this place, and so the people uh, of Greece were these people that were very um, philosophical, okay? So the, the Bible actually says this, that they would spend all their time just thinking and, and thinking of new things. You, you know anybody, just tag somebody below, that they just sit there, you know, you just look at them, they're just dazed off, like they're just thinking, like that's, that's how these people were. And so Paul went in there, you know, Paul, he's preaching, he's, he's talking about Jesus and everything, but the Bible says this, is that there was a lot of people that didn't listen. A lot of people that are, well, you know, what, what is this? And well, what is this, this new doctrine? What is this new teaching? And so they're, they're kind of inquisitive, but they're, they're not really buying it. And so they bring Paul into this temple, right? This temple has a very Greek name, Areopagus, Areopagus, something like that. Areopagus, okay? So they go in there, and what it is, I mean, this is, is this ruins now, obviously, but, if, but it's this place with a bunch of statues of all these different gods. And if you know anything about Greek culture, they had a god for everything. They had a god of love. They had a god of, of um, fertility. They had a god of crops. They had a god of, they had gods for every single thing. It was just one after the other. And so Paul walks in there and Paul begins to preach and Paul begins to talk. But listen, Paul notices something that what he was saying and how he was saying it is not working anymore. The people that he was talking to before, he was, be able to, he was able to, to preach to them. He was able to do healings and lay hands and see people say all these different things. But now these people are a little bit different. And so Paul changes up his, his tactics a little bit. So Paul's walking through the temple and he points at the very end. He says, look, you've got a statue here to the unknown God. And so what it is, I mean, there's a lot of speculation about this, about what that statue really was. But uh, what, what some theologians have, have come to the conclusion that it meant was that this God was just a God that they had in general. So just in case they left out a God in their, in their temple or they left it out when they were keeping track of all their gods or something, they had a God that was just kind of for all the other stuff that they really didn't have time to or really didn't understand who that God was. And so they had this unknown God. And so Paul begins to talk about that God and he begins to give a powerful message, not just to anybody, but he gives a powerful message just to them. And listen, I want to break this down a little bit. When we're talking about how our season is different, and so our methods are changing, but our mission must stay the same, I want to break that down for a little bit because I really want you to grasp what we're talking about. Real quick, again, I want to remind you, drop a prayer request below, okay? Just write, you don't have to get real specific about it or anything crazy about it. Just write something down, and we want to pray for that by name, and we want to come together and believe that God is going to touch that. But when we're talking about how seasons affect my method, but not my mission, I'm going to talk about our seasons for just a little bit. So our season, I don't have to expound on this a whole lot, because y'all really know everybody's crazy. Can somebody say amen? Everybody's acting crazy. Everybody bought up all the toilet paper for some reason. Everybody's, you know, sky's falling and all this stuff. Let's not tell you a story. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings the other day. How many love B-dubs? Yeah. Praise the Lord. And so they, you, you couldn't, like, go inside to sit down, but you could go through the takeout place. And so, yeah. what are you going to say? Uh, oh, no, she loves B-dubs. She's probably going to yes. go after this. All right, anyways, so we walk in there, and right when I walk in, there's a man that's in line, and we're just kind of... We're, we're regular people. Like I, I, I like to think that we're normal, someone. And so we walk in there, and the guy, all of a he looks at, he walks to the other side of the bench. I mean, probably like, like fifty feet away from yeah. me. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like guy? Like come on? And I know we got to do social distancing and thing, but it was like super obvious that I was so the reason that he left. And so I left. And then I came back in, I had, to, I had to pick up something else. And then he went back to his original spot. Remember, so he took off running again. I uh, want to be like, guy, listen, I'm a good guy. Come on, give me a hug. No, don't do that. But, but anyways, I mean, that's, that's kind of the season that we're living in right now. I mean, if we were to do that a month ago, like, 
I would be so offended if someone just walked away. Like, if I smelled bad or I was that ugly or something, like, people just got to walk away. But listen, that's the season that we're in right now. Stuff like that is completely normal because that's, that's the reality of where we are right now. And so it's so important, though, to understand as Christians where we are living in the season that we're in. Again, it doesn't take a doctorate degree to understand that the world is going crazy, but it does take a believer to understand what the true reason is behind that. The reason behind that is because of fear. Fear has sweeped this country. Fear has sweeped really this whole planet. People are acting great. But as fear has sweeped and panic has sweeped, and so I'm not going to make this whole thing that people aren't believers and people don't have faith, but I've just got to know this, that there is a comfort and there's a hope that is found in Jesus. There's not a hope that's in medicine. There's not a hope that's in government. There's not a hope in our legislature or in Congress or in some kind of world government or the, the, the medical teams of the world. That, but there is a hope, a true hope, that is found in Jesus that we can't find anywhere else. Okay, so listen, your season right now is where you're living. So it's important now to understand where you're at and what we can do through that. Yeah, and our seasons, I mean, they change all the time. And so right yeah. now we're talking about like a very general season that kind of everybody is experiencing. But we know like in a more deeper level, you guys are all experiencing different seasons personally. And yeah. so um, whether it's, I know there's a lot of people dealing with um, just the, like the sadness and the disappointment of like school being canceled. Maybe you're a senior and your senior year has kind of just fallen off and problems been canceled and graduation and different things and so maybe that's you you're in that season maybe you're in a season um, where one of your family members are sick or um, maybe are more like high risk and so there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of different things and so I know that like generally this is this is a very scary thing it's a very big thing but I know also each and every one of you guys have your own season you have your own difficulty that you're walking through um, maybe it has nothing to do with this virus. Maybe you're struggling with depression or anxiety or just different things that, um, I mean, really this virus seems so little compared to the things that you're dealing with um, inside or emotionally or physically or whatever. And so we really want to encourage you that no matter what season you're in, to recognize the season that you're in, to recognize where you're at, to recognize what you're struggling with, what you're dealing with, and realize that no matter what season, God is always in control. Right. Next thing is this is our mission. How many you know our mission is to reach the lost? Recently, we all got news is that Tom Brady left the Patriots <laughs> and he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life is that Tom Brady is not in Patriots colors. He's in the red and gold of Tampa Bay. Praise God. Love the Buccaneers. <laughs> Anyways, but how many of you know this today? Tom Brady is a winner. I mean, whether you like him or not, you can drop a comment below. He he's the go to football. He just is okay. Whether you can call it on the you can call it a Bill Belichick because of the system or whatever. Listen, he's an incredible player. Okay, the way that he worked everything, one of the best players to ever live and play football. Okay, you can argue with me later. Anyways, with that though, how many of you know this? That his mission when he was playing for the Patriots was to win Super Bowls, right? Like nobody starts playing football. Like man, you know I want to lose. Like man, I don't I don't want to make the playoffs. I just want to be a loser. I want to sit on the bench and just be a loser. No, everybody goes to play the playoffs. And so I've got to understand this. Tom Brady, who's already won like forty Super Bowls, six Super Bowls, something. He's already won like every Super Bowl ever. Now he comes to the Buccaneers. What is he gonna do? It's the same thing. He used to come saying, man, I'm ready to go to the Buccaneers. I'm ready to go to Tampa Bay to lose. Like, man, I'm just, I'm just ready to relax and just retire in comfort. No, he came there to win. I don't know. I don't think they're going to win, but, you know, praise God, whatever. But his mission is still the same. How many of you know this? That as our seasons change and as our seasons adjust and as things happen in our life, our mission must stay the same as Christians. Listen to me right now, as Alexis is, was just talking about. We're in a season right now with the virus, but when this virus is over, you're going to go back to your life. Some of you are going to be graduated from from high school, from college, and from middle school, whatever it is, you're going to be in a different season. But listen, it is so important to not let your season sway your mission. Let your mission sway your seasons. And so when I come in, no matter what happens around me, no matter what's affecting me, I know this is that I've got a purpose. I've got a mission from God. And so things may be trying to distract me. I may have relationships and, and, and guys and girls and, and, and all kind of different things trying to get my attention. But I know this is that I I've got a mission from Jesus, and so I've got to go forward. I've got to keep walking. I've got to keep preaching. I've got to keep moving. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about everybody. 
We have got to walk out and be the hands and feet of Jesus. But to do that, we have to know our mission, our mission to reach the lost. How many of you know right now that we live in a lost world? We're, you know, when we wake up, we're not looking at, you know, this is not, everybody here is not a bunch of church congregants and everybody's perfect and stuff like that. We live in a dying world right now that does not want Jesus, but it needs Jesus. It needs somebody like us, but listen, it needs somebody like you. It needs somebody that's going to preach. It needs somebody that's going to stand up for Jesus in their school. It needs somebody that's going to stand up and pray for everybody's lunch when nobody wants to do that. You may not have you may have a few months until you can do that again, but I just want you to get ready. The world needs somebody that's going to post on their social media that you're praying. The world needs somebody that's going to post Christian TikToks or talk TikToks. Yeah, the the, the the world needs somebody like you with your talents and your abilities to go after Jesus because you understand your mission. Okay. Yeah. That's good. All right. Listen. Last thing is this. We got to hurry here. Last thing is this is our method. Listen. What your method is. Your method is your how. How many of you know your method is, is kind of like a blueprint, right? So if I were to make out a blueprint of this house or, or whatever, or let's say this house, if I were to make a blueprint for a house across the street, there's no house across the street, okay? So let's say I make a blueprint, draw it all out, and uh, man, it looks good. You know, I've got multiple levels, story, level stories and stuff like that, and man, it looks good. How many of you know that that blueprint is not a house? It's what the house is supposed to look like. It's what the house is supposed to do. But if I'm just looking at that, I can't have somebody, hey, you want to move into this house? You know, look at it. It's cool. They'll be like, oh, cool. But where's the actual house? There, there's no structure. There's no building. There's no materials. There's, there's no shelter. There's nothing really there. And so that's what our method is unless we put action behind it. Come on, y'all hear me now. The Bible says this, is that faith without works is dead. And so I can believe all day long that God is going to use me. I can believe all day long that God is going to touch me and God is going to use me to touch other people. But if I never have action behind those methods, I will never see God use me. So listen, it is so important as believers and as Christians that we understand that the season that we're living in right now, we're going to have to change our methods. We can't do things the way that we've always done them. I mean, just look at where we're at right now. I've never done a service sitting on a couch in my room, my living room. But I've never done that before. I mean, that's just, yeah. But we had to change our methods because the season that we're in, seasons are changing. So listen, I encourage you to do the same thing, to change your methods, to change how you're reaching people. Yeah. But listen, never change your message. The world wants to choke out your message. Never let the world do that. Let your methods change with the seasons, but let your message stay the same. Yeah, I firmly believe like you were born for such a time as this, and yeah. God knew exactly That's what good. was going to happen way before you were ever born. So he knew that this virus would take place when you're 14 years old or 16 years old or however old you are, whatever season you are. So this does not take God by surprise. And he's put you in the place that you're at for a reason. So maybe you're surrounded by family members that don't serve Jesus right now. Maybe you're surrounded by people who don't live for Jesus and you feel like the only one. Like this is your time. Be a light to your family. Be a light to the people around you. Spread Jesus. Spread hope. Spread, I mean, spread the message. Like Pastor James was saying, this isn't the time for us right. to sit back and just relax. Like this is the time to really spread, I mean, spread Jesus. Like you were called for such a time as this. And there's purpose and there's potential and there's so much power in each and every one of you, but it requires action and it requires you to do something you've never done before. It requires you to step out of your comfort zone. It requires you to actually take action to maybe the verses you've been reading, the Bible you've been studying, the different things. Like now's the time to rise up and to actually go after Jesus. I mean in front of people to go after Jesus and to be that light, to be that example, because you were you were born for such a time as this. Like right. now is your time to rise up. Like this is this is what you were called for. Right. I want to tell you the rest of that story. Remember we talked about Acts 17. The Bible says this. So Paul began to preach and he said, listen, this unknown God right here, I love this part. He says, the unknown God that you're worshiping, he says, I know who that God is. Says the gods that you're worshiping right now are made by mortal hands. They're made by people. They're made with with metals and iron. They're they're made with 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 human hands. Okay, but the god that I worship is not made with human hands, but it made human hands. And so I love this part though because what Paul does and he begins to use uh, poets of their time to begin to translate and change his methods a little bit. He's never done something like, but he, but he began to change his message a little bit. But he began to provide the answer to what they were looking for to answer questions they didn't even know they had. So listen, I want you to see something here today, that they were looking for the unknown God of whoever that, that God was, that that person, you know, for all the things that they forgot about. Paul said, listen, I know who that God is. 
It's not one that you made. It's not a person, you know, posed like this or something. But it is a God that created you and your purpose and, and your destiny and your family. That, that's the God that I worship. That's the God that I serve. And listen, can I give you the reality here today? Is that people are getting tired of fake. People are getting tired of stuff that's just going to be a temporary fix. People are tired of band-aids. And I'm not talking about like actual band-aids. I'm talking about band-aid solutions in their life. People are tired of turning to sex whenever they feel lonely. People are tired of turning to drugs and turning to alcohol and turning to distractions and turning to, to all these different things to fill a void in their life because they begin to understand that those things are fake especially in a time like this where listen I'll be, I'll be honest with you lives are being lost over this virus this is not something we're trying to downplay or whatever I mean this this is a big deal this is something that's happening but even in all of that people people are beginning to understand that listen the things that I've been I've been happy with the things that 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 used to give me joy and used to give me peace are not helping me anymore because now there's a real threat and can I tell you a secret right now here today that just like Paul pointed to the unknown God to translate something to the Athenians is something as Christians that we have to do we say listen you're looking for something you're looking for an answer you're looking for peace you're looking for patience you're looking for joy listen I know where to find that and it's found in Jesus. It's not the bottom of a pill bottle. It's not the bottom of an alcohol. It's not sleeping with somebody in your bedroom, but it is found in the arms of Jesus. And so we must come to a place where we understand why we do what we do. We're in a time right now, people are looking for it. They're looking for an answer. They're looking for hope. And listen, if you're a believer, you have it. You have the answer they're looking for. We can't shy away. We can't be scared. We can't just push it to the side. We have to go out. Listen, that's why we're doing something on our social media every single day. Because we're trying to push Jesus every way that we know how. Every creative way. We're doing games and we're doing devotionals and we're doing videos and we're doing lies and we're doing you. We're doing everything that we can think of. Why? Because as the world is drawing near to an end, we have got to be a people that say, listen, I don't care what happens. I don't care if this is a last resort. I don't care if it doesn't work. I've got to go after Jesus because I understand I've got something that the world needs yeah. and if I don't tell them who else will so listen so I just encourage you right now let's rise up to be the church let's rise up to be who God has called us to be listen in the comments below I want you to drop a prayer request and uh, listen we're gonna pray for you either way so you can put a prayer request if you want to or not but just put a prayer request we're gonna come together and we're gonna pray for you we're just gonna believe listen can I tell you something right now I really I, I strongly believe this that through this, what the devil meant for evil, that God is going to turn yeah. this around for good. What the devil meant for, for all church attendance to drop and all kind of craziness to happen and all these different things, that God is going to turn that around. Yeah. More people are going to hear about Jesus. More people are going to get saved. More people are going to get healed. More people are going to come into right relationship and strengthen and, and straighten up the relationship with God. Listen, I, I firmly believe that. But it starts not with us, but it starts with you. Reaching your people, reaching your circle. The season may change your method, but let it never change your mission. So listen, we're going to come together and we're going to pray and we're going to believe. Listen, if you're here today, and uh, man, again, I know this is a little bit different. This is, this is kind of different for us to do as well. But you're not where you need to be with Jesus. Listen, can I encourage you right now? There is something found in Jesus you will never find anywhere else. Listen, I want you to repeat this prayer after me and just kind of say this along with us. This prayer doesn't get you into heaven or anything like this. But what it does is say, Jesus, I'm a sinner, but I'm a sinner that needs you. And so now we're not a sinner saved by grace, but now we are walking in a right relationship with God, not because we're perfect, but because of Jesus. So uh, listen, I encourage you to pray this prayer along with us. If you make this uh, commitment in your heart, say, dear Jesus, Father, I thank you right now for stepping into my life. Jesus, make me new, make me whole. Jesus, today I cast aside all the different things that I used to go through, and God, make me white as snow. So no matter what happens, Jesus, I will never go back to who I was or what happened in my life, but Jesus, I'm walking in a new season, in a new relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So Father, um, I pray right now for all that you're doing. 
God, I just lift up these prayer requests, God, that we've gotten a few here. And so, God, I pray right now for Chloe. God, I pray that you would just begin to touch her. God, I thank you for moving in here. And God, that you would just begin to move inside of her life. God, whatever issues that she's facing, God, I thank you for direction, for guidance. God, for you touching her and for you moving inside of her life. God, I thank you for Gabriel. God, the different things that he's facing, the different things that he's going through. God, I thank you right now that you're the answer. God, that when we come into places of uncertainty and not knowing what to do or where to go, we understand, God, that you are the answer and you are the cure that we need. So, God, we lift you up and we thank you right now for what you're doing inside of our lives. In Jesus' name. Dear Jesus, I thank you for every single person who is watching this on live. God, I thank you thank for you, stepping into their life. God, letting them know that they have purpose, that they were born for such a time as this. I thank you for strengthening them, God, for their families, for their situations, God, for whatever they're dealing with, for the struggles, just the sadness, maybe the disappointment that they're dealing with right now. God, I thank you for just stepping in, showing them that you're real, showing them that you're good no matter what, that you're still faithful, you, that you have a plan, that you have a purpose. So I thank you that no matter what, you are in control. We thank you for life being changed, for lives being transformed. And God, we thank you that you are going to bring so much good out of this, so much purpose and so much joy, God. So we thank you for everything that you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, listen, stay connected with us on our Instagram at Sir Keith. You're already on it, so might as well follow us or something if you're already not, if you're not already. And um, yeah, so listen, we love y'all. We want to stay connected with y'all. Join our Bible study uh, live tomorrow night. Friday night. Friday night. What's the Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Cirque Talk. Cirque Talk. Yes, Friday sir. Bible Listen, make sure you stay connected. Check out our story for a game that's coming out. This is going to be awesome. Listen, we love y'all. We're praying for y'all. God bless you. We'll see you in next week. Save it to the story. Oh, the lead video? Oh, my bad. <laughs> 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 How do you think it went? We were great. We were better than last week. Yeah, really? Improvement, right? The real concern is if I have all of that and <laughs> the mics. I do. Yes.